Welcome to Show Him the Door, <laughs> the podcast presented to you by one guy who got complimented on Yik Yak today and Chris. True. I gave Willem's number to a <laughs> random stranger on Yik Yak. It was an odd turn of events. But uh, that's besides one. the point. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. Well, um, did you get a text? No, I didn't get a text. No one wants my number on Yik Yak, Chris. Come on, son. I, I, I even, like, I re- initially I had, like, the plus one up to start, too. And I was like, does she need the full number? Um, the plus one? Yeah. I'm going to get an 800 number. <laughs> so get this is his number. 1-800-CASH-NOW. JG Wentworth, 877-877-877-CASH-NOW. 877-CASH-NOW. Watch this. On, rec- on record, I'm going to be right. It's 877-CASH-NOW. Call JG Wentworth. It is 877. I know it is. It. But I'm looking it up. Call JG Wentworth. Anybody remember those commercials back in the day? 877 Cash Now sounds right. On God But it it's does. not saying it anywhere. Look up what is JG Wentworth's number. They must have changed their number. They can't, they can't have changed their number. <gasps> Hold <laughs> on. What was I have JG something, something and I need Cash Now. Worth number. I have a structured settlement and I need cash <laughs> now. Hey. We can start So um I Google this. It's no longer it anymore. He's right. All right. It is eight seven seven. <laughs> So, do you remember a couple weeks ago when I was like, I only know four phone numbers? Yes. My mom's, Tanner's, J.G. Wentworth, you don't even and know Bart J- Durham. I don't even know J.G. Wentworth, so take one of those off. So, it's just Bart Durham, attorney at law. Um, just in case. My mom and Tanner. Those are all the numbers I know. Right. You don't know my number? 865. Yeah. Is that it? The rest. I don't know your number. I don't know. I don't know your number. So. I know my number. It's, it's really six, fun to like. 615. Astute observation, Chris. I live in Nashville. Okay, you, you're saying that like you didn't just say <laughs> 865 for mine. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, People on Yik Yak know it, though. So. <laughs> Hold on, give me the double. That. Um, so that was good. We have three baseball games to talk about that we just... Did I say them, or was that to Ardalan? We've that played three games. We've, <laughs> we've played three. The way how you said it to Ardalan, though, um, viewers, I think you'll find this like humorous. Is you were like, yeah, we played uh, three baseball games, the University of Kentucky, and then like the way how he said it made it sound like it was a list, <laughs> as if we didn't play the University of Kentucky all three games. <laughs> like, so we played three games, okay? University of Kentucky. We won the Friday game. That's exactly yeah, how I said. Yeah, yeah. We won the Friday game. I'm spoiling your your big. I'm, I'm no, taking your big moment, um, but we played three games. Good series. We'll have a lot to talk about. Beyond that, we really don't have anything else to say. Yeah, but it's, um, it'll be a. Hopefully, we'll have some more shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Fun fact is a song by this dude named Josiah. Oh. I started Co- listening to classic. when I started listening to Jaleel. Oh. It was those two at the same time. Jaleel and Josiah. It's like Have you guys Jekyll ever heard of Jaleel? Jaleel? So there's this rapper. <laughs> the Jaleel right? Mint. <laughs> there's this rapper, his name is Jaleel, and it's like stylized, all caps, J-E-L-E-E-L, exclamation point. Yeah, the exclamation point's key. It's key. And his music is like really intense. 
Mm-hmm. It's like energy. He, he says all the raw time. Energy. Real raw energy. He says it all the time. Not <laughs> in his music, but like in his... In like, like interviews. In interviews and like on social media. And he just... It's intense. And it's like... I listen to it before every single soccer game of the Bucks soccer season this year. And it's how <laughs> I got in the zone. <laughs> and every things. song... He, like, in the beginning, he goes, Julie, oh, yeah. And, like, in the song, it sounds all right. But in the interviews, when he says it, it sounds so weird. Also, in the interviews, he, like, opens his eyes he's as like, much as he can in every single second. Because he's intense. This yeah. is what he does. He does things like, like this. He's like, Julie, oh, yeah. Like, I'm, like, exactly I'm just with a really raw energy. He, said, he <laughs> says, Jaleel, yeah, like he's trying to imitate a white guy saying it. Yeah. And it's so funny. So... <laughs> Shenanigans by Josiah. It's a really good song. You should listen to it. I think I think you'd think at least it's it's a, at least okay. Okay. Because it's like got a weird beat to it where it's like this is this got is, a funky this is fresh beat. Yeah, it does have a funky <laughs> fresh beat. I'd say. Um, so you know we're trying to break our record of 15 minutes without anything sports related. There's being no said. way we'll ever beat the 15. I don't really mark. know if we ever will. We put out an episode that was 22 minutes before, <laughs> and, and uh, we put out a 15 minute. Uh, okay, first. if I have one goal in life, which I have many more than you one, do. I have a list. We, we, um, we got the podcast one off. I did. I've checked like four things off the list of things I want to do before I die. Um. Let me look at my list. I'm going to add this to I my list, the okay? Um, number Jaleel one. in concert. <laughs> no, he's not one of the guys. It was Jack Harlow was on the list. I checked him oh, off. Oh, we, we did that too. You know, um, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like the person with two Where are my things to do before I die? I deleted it while you were sleeping. <laughs> no way. So hold on. I was like, I'm killing him. The there way. it is. What do I want to do before I die? <laughs> Part two. There are a bunch of things. Um, make a podcast was one of them. Go to a concert of any of these people that I listed. Jack Harlow was one of them. Play intramural basketball and write music was the other. And I'm in a songwriting class. So I've written music. However, I'm going to add one more to it. And it's make a podcast episode where we don't talk about sports for a period longer than another episode that we've put out. So the current mark is 22 minutes. The shortest episode is 22 minutes. So I want to have no sports content for 22 minutes of a podcast. You people are going to hate us. But that's my... That's I my hope you don't mean today. No, not today. But okay. like over the course of my next two years here. Yeah. Um, are you really are you typing that in? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, with that being said, you know, last time it took a while because of the fact that we talked about insurance for way too long. I still don't really get it, to my, be honest. Uh, my mom said that she was going to tell you about insurance when we called one oh, time. Oh, good. So, okay. So she'll. Do hold. I need insurance, do you think? Uh, depends on the type. I would say health, yes. <laughs> um, life, probably not. Nah. Um, you don't have a car, so there's no automobile. But you need it legally, right? Yeah, to have a car. So if, when I get a car, hypothetically, yeah. I'm going to need to pay insurance? Yeah. I have no money. There's like ones that are really cheap that don't protect you at all if you like actually hit something sounds or someone. good man that's my type of insurance um the uh what was the who's the people where it's like only pay for what you need Liberty yeah the Mutual. general no the general it's only pay for what you need i know my insurance stuff in my commercials liberty mutual uh maybe it is Liberty mutual but isn't the general it's one-to-one wait wait what is the general though the one with shack you know what i'm saying yeah um, for okay. a great low rate, you can get oh, online. Call, Go call to the general to save some time. You're right. That's my bad. One to one. You're right. Okay, but 
so the what's it called? Liberty Liberty Liber Liberty Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liberty Liberty. Liberty Mutual. They're like only insure the things you want to insure. I think that So like can I get really like weirdly specific insurance? I don't know. <laughs> like if I break I'm my not arm <laughs> laterally the whole way down, you'll cover that, right? <laughs> but not and they're like, not horizontally. It's gotta be all the way. Clean split. If your arm pops off, we'll stitch it back on. I think they're like a couple like it's not really like specific procedures, rather it's like categories. No. If that doesn't exist, it's my second goal in life is to create an insurance firm to only where you to can get do that. that. Yes. Okay. Can't anyone just make insurance? It's private. Uh, yeah. We could make an insurance agency. Yeah, we just wouldn't make any money because you would be doing that. <laughs> no. We'd keep people like me. Mm. Which well, is the sole issue. Yeah, which is the issue because you have no money. <laughs> a a true. Yeah. <laughs> you, will, you will, though. So maybe we'll get you in like five, ten years. Oh, Lord, no. I'm still going to be in college uh, maybe, in five years. Maybe like 14 years. <laughs> Give me 25 years. I'll have enough to pay for some insurance. I'll have to pay for my weirdly niche insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any coverage. Um, side note, did you guys know that um, Brothers Grimm fairy tales always end in like death <laughs> of some kind? Because I I didn't know I did I not. I told you that earlier. Today. I know that like the stories were like initially darker than like the Disney version. Nah, they just end. They're weird. Yeah, they're like, like Shakespearean tragedy. The end of Hansel and Gretel was like, ah, now go away. I found my rat. Like it's like the brothers Grimm that's like just saying the story, and he's like, that is the end of my tale. Now go fetch something. It was like I don't know. It was weird. So he, it, it, it's like a story of him telling the story. Well, no, it's like a story, telling. and then he, it's like it quotes him like after he finished the story as well. So it's a story of him telling the story. Kind of, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't work here. If you think about it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I think that's. Do we have any more housekeeping slash side notes before we actually get into the sports world of things? Next week it might it will be our finale episode. You know we've had a really really great season. True. Um, season two of From the Door has been a resounding success. Um, and we're only trying to make things better for season three. No, we're trying to make it terrible. We're trying to make it so much worse. <laughs> Actually, we're getting rid of two mics. Will and I are just going to be sharing one the entire season three. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping on making things better. We've had some significant improvements, not only to our content, but to, like, the technology that we use. Like, um, thanks to Ardalon, you know, we Ardulio. have... Thanks to my main man, Ardulio. Um, we have like a kind of sound mixer so that it's a lot easier to like manage like the audios that we have as well as um, you know it's it's a bet like we have like a thing that we use for color correcting it's kind of crazy how much we how far we've come since our first it's episode positively nutty like the first episode I was just going into color and being like that looks a little too purple and moving it to the green like it, it's it's not good. And for some reason you people stuck with us which means a lot to us cuz like yeah. First off we <laughs> First off we didn't give you great content in the beginning. No. Secondly, we didn't give you good content in a good way. Thirdly, it wasn't quality. Like, you know, it was pretty good video because like Oh yeah, yeah. Arnold wanted the camera. And oh was yeah, like, but like we weren't editing it like we do now in good ways. We didn't have all the good stuff. Our interview with Spencer Jones, we passed the dang microphone for Pete's sake. Yeah. So we've really made significant gains. Didn't we do that in? No. 
Was that? I thought we did it in somebody else's too. No, nope, you're lying. Oh, cams just had like some some messed up stuff. Yeah, it's because I'm a fool. It's uh, actually not because no, I'm a fool. No, it's because we it's didn't know. Being poor, yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, Kentucky last oh, Friday. Okay, we're just gonna jump in. <laughs> we got nothing else to say. I've thanked my audience. I've put my hair up. I'm ready. Okay, thanks. I appreciate you. Um, so Kentucky, right? First game. What was the score, Willem? We're coming. <laughs> he hit me with the hard questions off the bat. I thought he'd give me a soft one. Like who, who, who let off? Who let off? Enrique. Okay, yeah, you're right. Let's go. Who was two? Who batted second? The entire weekend, the same person. Is it Carter? Nope. Carter bats ninth. Oh, <gasps> I forgot about that. Is it? Uh, Dude left. Cal? No. Cal didn't even play for a majority of the series. Was it Rocco Griffin? No, he didn't. That's a that's the football player. Yeah, I, know. Um, I love Rocco Griffin. It's somebody that we have previously scorned. Oh, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jack bats second. Oh, I know Our, who pitched. Do you know who pitched all the entire weekend? Christoph McIlvain. Yep. Christian Little. Yep. Brett Cunningham pitched on Sunday. He started, yeah. Um, JG Wentworth started on Saturday. Okay, so it's a good I start. didn't watch the game, so you got me. I, I've tried to get him to watch the game so badly. I don't know why I didn't watch him, to be honest. I know I was hanging out with, with friends on Friday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, like, we lived together. Like, why didn't we I watch was the games games watching the games. When? On Saturday and Sunday. What times? I'm trying to think of what it I was the, doing. The Saturday, it was at 11 a.m. It started. It, and then we went till we had lunch with Carmen. And then Sunday, it was at 12. I was at church on Sunday. Yeah. So. I'm a man of the Lord, as you can see by my frocket. <laughs> the front pocket, the frocket. Yeah, um, <laughs> for the viewers. But, um, so, you know, something pretty nice happened. If I do say so myself, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Willem struggle with this a little bit, considering he didn't watch the game. So, I'm chilling. Imagine you're me, hanging out with a friend from high school I haven't seen in a long time. We're talking about every single person we went to high school with. And then I get a text from Chris, and it says, hitless through six or something, or like no hitter through six. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. I have a podcast. I should probably be watching this game. Nah. Right. Um, so then I keep getting updates from Chris, like, throughout the game. And he's like, hitless through seven, hitless through eight. And then he's like, 8.6 or, like, whatever. And I'm like, he's including decimals on me. Oh, that's nice. Um, and so then he's like, just two batters left. And then I'm like, wow, I'm really getting the full play-by-play commentary. And then he says, no-hitter. Right as I got the notification that we got the no-hitter. So I was like, hey. So we pitched a no-hitter. The two pitchers involved in this no-hitter, it was a combined no-hitter, which means that they didn't complete the game. Which, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to... You don't want to put him through nine. Like, that's a lot of that's a lot of pitches. Yeah. How many pitches? Because he... He, uh, he was Chris out. McElvain pitched seven innings. He was at, like, 102. Yeah, it's about maxing. You, you're, you can't put him through. You, you, like, if there, you put him through eight, you might as well put him through nine. I don't want him to pitch eight and nine. I, I don't think, you know, it's a, 
it's a weird dichotomy of saying, you know, no hitters are so rare. Do you give your pitcher the opportunity to get that on his resume? Or do you want to keep him fresher for the season, considering we had already locked up the win? Yeah. And we opted keeping him fresher for the season because we had already locked up the win. I think it's the smartest move. Yeah, me too. I agree. It would have been cool to watch him get yeah. there or try to get there. The only reason, that Jack, the only reason that Jack got to last season is because he was through like, like he ended the game with like 115 pitches. Because he's that guy. Yeah. like he, he It would take some sort of like defensive, like top tier defense to get through 115 pitches the whole game. Yeah. And he's like a hundred some. Yeah, and Jack struck out a lot of people in that game versus South Carolina, but he also got a lot of weak contact early in counts, which is what you need if you really, really want to go deep into a game. Yeah. But it was a great game, considering that I watched it. We beat them 10-0. to zero. I was going to uh, guess that, but I didn't just want to sound dumb if it was like 5-0. to zero. I'm guessing huge numbers. No, no, it was 10. It, we, we thoroughly beat the brakes off of Kentucky. Where are the brakes? Um, they're, they're not on, because we beat them off. <laughs> um... Uh, <laughs> the brakes uh, are on. <laughs> They're scarred for life. Yeah. Okay. So um, it, there was not a home run in that game, though. Really? Yeah. There were no home runs Friday. It was ten manufactured runs. Which well, I'd say a home run is also manufactured, but unless that's an actual term. That's like an actual term. Here you go. Well, actually, Same actual words that I don't. It's know. what it's what commentators say when it's not a home run. So I don't know if it's like a genuine term, but it's 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 a it's a it's a real thing. It's okay, Chris. Um, we had like seventeen hits. Good grief. Like we were really raking. Um, I know. You me. Like it was you know Enrique's on first. Oh, Enrique's on third type game. Um, this Kentucky sucks. Yeah, they were they were pretty bad. Um, so we beat the heck out of them Friday. There was nothing good about it for Kentucky. They looked dreadful. They have one guy on their team who's decent. His name is Jake Estep or Eastep or something like that. He's their third baseman. Sounds and, cool. And he's like he's like he's pretty solid hitter and third baseman. Um, and he did fine, but it's one guy. Um, and so then we go. I go. We I go into Sunday feeling really good because we just put a really really good game both at the plate and defensively. And Carter Holton starts out and th- um, Carter Holton plays you know pretty well. I think he gets like lets oh, up like. I knew it was him. I'm a fool. Yeah, he lets up like two runs. Not a big deal. Um, and then you know Patrick Riley comes in, and uh, you know it, it just we it, it was two zero with a Matthew Polk home run. Um, and then I was like, oh, this game is not gonna get out of hand. And then it was two to two, and I'm like, oh, whatever, right? And then it was three to two. And it's I was like, hand. no, I was like, that's one run, not a big deal. And we just like we didn't score after. I think we didn't have a, we didn't register a hit after the fifth inning, or something like that. Like it was register. It was like our defense is playing great, like they have all season, but our offense sometimes just dies, and it's against pitching that like really isn't that good. Yeah, it's Kentucky's day two. Yeah, and not impressive. It's just. Quite frankly, it's just—it's not even not good. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Kentucky, like it was just kind of a dreadful game, and we should not—we should have swept Kentucky. There is no reason we should be going into a rubber match versus Kentucky. Um, nice rubber match. Yeah, and so we go into the rubber match, and we have uh, Bryce Cunningham starting, and he's pretty solid. Uh, he gets through, um, I think, four or five. 
We put um, Maldonado in. I was going to guess him. And Maldonado got a couple of good innings. And then we put Berkwich in because no, Maldonado sorry. kind of lost it a bit and let up a couple runs. And it was 5-3 to three instead of 5-0 to zero like it was early in the game. And um, Berkwich let up an immediate hit when the bases were loaded or something like that. And that's when actually it got to like five to three and then we put thomas schultz in and then thomas schultz didn't like allow a hit schultz or if he did he allowed like one single because thomas schultz is a pretty solid closer he's picked up like a good amount of like saves on the season um but so defensively there is only there are two things that i want to reiterate first of all i want jack catching every single day every of every single game exactly he is you know i i was worried that people might steal on us a ton and while some people have stolen um, where CJ would have thrown them out. It's not like as prevalent as I thought it might be. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too worried about it. It's not at a statistically significant rate. True. Um, T-test would be... You know, first base, I'm good with having Dominic. I wouldn't even care if they put... If they wanted to put Parker there Parker. and have Dom at uh, DH. Dominic has to be hitting, of course. And I think he's a great first baseman, so play him. Uh, Tate is in a huge hitting slump. Uh, that he needs to break out of because he has the, he has hitting in him. But he's a great defensive second baseman. Carter Young has been hitting like trash all season, which is really sad because he's also very good. And defensively, he is an absolute animal. Yeah. Like he's the best defensive shortstop in baseball. And then third base is where I might get a little controversial by saying Davis Diaz has not been playing well. And he's hitting a freshman wall pretty hard. And I think that you need to take him out for a couple games. I think that we have a capable backup in Parker. You know, Parker started the season at third base. Um, He played third base last season. Like, I I think that he deserves to be out there because, one, he's been hitting insanely well. He played the entire Kentucky series, and he hit extremely well. Um, And he is, in my opinion, as good of a defender as Davis Diaz is. Um, So I'm taking... I, Davis actually might be a little bit of a better defender than he is because Davis is a natural shortstop. Um, but I think Parker deserves that spot for a little bit and let Davis cool down, you know, go back to what made him so good at the very start of the season, which is just a lot of contact. You know, he wasn't a power hitter. He was just that guy that would go out and loop it over the, you know, into a gap or, you know, over their heads into short, you know, field. And get a hit when you needed it. And that's something that's extremely valuable in baseball. Um, but he's kind of gotten away from that. And he's struck out a lot. He's hit, you know, sometimes just really poorly. Sometimes it's unlucky where he just hits a really hard ball directly to a defender, which happens. Um, but I think you need to sit him a couple games. Obviously, Spencer and Enrique are fine. And then left field, I want to reiterate what we said last time on the pod, which is against right-handed uh pitchers i want javi in and against left-handed hitch- hitters i want cal and it's getting to a point where i might just want cal in general um he's been hitting amazingly yeah um and it's just i think we just have too many people that are good because i like javi in the lineup a lot i like cal in the lineup a lot i like matthew polk in the lineup yeah like i, I just you know we have so many good hitters and we can't keep them all in. You know, like, I think the best lineup is probably Enrique, Jack, which is so weird to say considering four episodes ago I was calling for him to get off the team. Um, 
Dominic. I think Dom hits better in the three spot. I'll be real. Yeah, Dom, Spencer, um, Parker, Tate, um, Cal. I'm going to say Matthew Polk or Javi in that eight spot, Carter in the nine. Say it one more time. Enrique, Jack, Dominic, Spencer, Parker, Tate, Cal, either Matthew Polk or Javi as a DH, mm -hmm. Carter. There you go. I think that all of those people... Like, I, there's not a person in that lineup that I don't trust to get a hit, except yeah, maybe that's Carter. how you manufacture runs. That's yeah. a good run lineup. And looking defensively, like... The only person that I don't trust offensively of that unit is maybe Matthew Polk a little bit, but he has a lot of potential. And then Carter right now. And uh, uh, Carter has it in him. Talking about offense? Yeah, I'm yeah. as in hitting. Um, defensively, I mean, that's all of our starters' offense except for... Javi. Except for maybe Davis instead of, you know, having Parker instead of Davis. Yeah, the only and two then, defenders that are better, I'd say, that you could put in are Javi and Davis. Yeah. And I don't... Uh, and even, yeah, I, I, even, I think Javi could play left field, too. And if you want to make Cal a DH, I'm okay with that. You know, like... I think it work well. I, I, you know, I, I would all be good. Because I think that all of those hitters get you runs. Yeah, exactly. And right now, or at this, like... A few games ago when people were slumping, it's like Carter was a guaranteed out for a little bit there, which is so sad because he has such potential. And he's gotten a little bit better. He's gotten out of his, like, I don't, he's not, like, plummeting like he was a little bit ago, but he's not doing well. Not doing what Carter Young should be doing because he is that guy. Um, Tate's doing kind of badly, I'll be real. Um, and then, like, Davis was doing bad. And so that's three guys. Like it's hard to manufacture runs when you have three guys that are almost guaranteed. Not that's a whole like, inning. Yeah, like it's just, it's not smart. And I, I think that I, I really like all three of those guys if they can break out of their hitting slumps. Yeah. And I don't know why Carter is having such a hard time. Because Carter is a natural hitter. Like, Carter has all the power in the world. He has five home runs. That's more than most people on our team, even though he has maybe the lowest batting average of people that actually play. Yeah. You know, and I'm not even mentioning somebody like Jonathan Vastine, who I think has a lot of potential moving forward. I've seen Jonathan Vastine, who, might, who has a pretty low batting average, hit more extremely hard-hit balls four feet from being a double than anybody else. Like, man will absolutely plow a ball. It'll just be, you know, uh, it'll be enough where a center fielder can get it in the gap. Yeah. Like, I think that after another year of development, he might be our starting second baseman when Tate leaves, and I think that he's going to be good. Yep. I fully believe that. Um, he might even be first. He'll be in one of those two spots. I almost guarantee it, though. Um, you know, uh, just to kind of preview the next week, I guess, because those are the games. You know, we beat them. We beat, we won the series two to one, and after losing three straight SEC series, you got to take what you can get. We won the series, so there's some bright spots to that. We should have swept them, but there's some bright spots. Yep. Um, but now we got to continue keeping that momentum up, and we played Texas A&M today, tomorrow, and Saturday. 
like in circa two hours, we uh, will be starting a game versus uh, Texas A&M. I think it's is it at Texas A&M or is it here? No, it's here. It's here. It's at the Hawk. Yeah. Um, and that's a that would be a big series to win because Texas A&M has played well. Um, and I think that you know, assuming that we put the lineups that I like I've said. I really don't imagine us not scoring at least five runs a game. And I believe in our pitching to hold them at or near five runs. Um, I think that if there is a time where we score more than five, it's hard for us to lose. Yeah. It's just, can we get to that point? Exactly. Um, You know, going through our pitching, McIlvain had a great time. I hope he doesn't have like a terrible outing after his great one. Um, Carter has been Carter at times has looked like he is the best pitcher in baseball and then at times has looked like like a normal freshman. Yeah. And I think that's you know, that's just part of being young. <laughs> and so I, I think that he'll he'll kind of work past that some and as a season I think he'll only get better and then next season he's going to be that guy. Yeah. Um so. our bullpen is deep and talented. Um, and then I've liked how Bryce Cunningham has pitched. I still think Devin Futrell probably deserves the spot over him, but I like Bryce Cunningham. I think he's a pretty solid pitcher. And I think having a bad outing last week and only giving up a couple runs, like I don't think that Bryce Cunningham pitched particularly well last Sunday. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't give up many runs. It's just he wasn't hitting the spots that like he normally hits. And so he was getting, like, he was allowing for more contact, but it was contact that, you know, we still could catch or field. And it was just, um, you know, I I have a a lot of trust in a majority of our pitchers. And, you know, we're only going to get more healthy as the season goes on. Well, you know, we'll we'll be getting back somebody like Sam Laboki as the season goes on, who was, you know, a pretty solid bullpen piece last year until he got hurt at Georgia. Um, but, you know, we just need to keep our momentum going, take this Texas A&M series, and then start to, you know, push forward into some actually, like, ranked series wins. Like, we'll be playing Georgia at some point, and that needs to be a series we do yep. well in. Yeah. Um, we'll be playing... We've we Of the SEC East that we've played, we've lost to Tennessee, we've beat Florida, we've beat Kentucky, we've beat Missouri... What other SEC East teams are there? Vandy, but that's us. Yeah. True. Good observation. Um, I don't know. I think I there's, don't know a lot I, of I think there's seven. Who am I missing? South Carolina? South Carolina. We lost two. I'm missing one. What's the state below South Carolina? Georgia. And I already said Georgia, didn't I? Georgia? Is that what's below? Yeah. Georgia? Anyway, we've, Georgia. We, we have the opportunity to improve our record in the SEC East and the SEC in general. And I think we even play, like, Arkansas later, who is an yeah. insanely good team. Yeah. And I don't really expect us to win that series. But if we can make it competitive and maybe sneak a game or even two, it would be really, really big for us. And I, I think we have all the talent in the world. It's just, can it all come together on the same weekend? And if we can start building together weekends going further, we'll host a regional. We probably won't host a super regional unless we do really, really well to end the season and then do well in the SEC tournament. But um, we still have time to even get through that. Exactly. You know, I, I really, I wouldn't want to play us in a super regional, though. 
Like, I think that we'll win our regional relatively easily just because I don't think that... I think that hosting a regional at the Hawk is pretty much you're going to win. Yeah. But I think that we go to a super regional. I kind of believe in us to win. Um, it'll be against a good team, of course, but I think that we would win it. And then we make it to Omaha, and that would be a different story. Um, and that'll be, you know, that'll be depending on the field. But you know, we're not going to make playoff projections just yet. <laughs> we'll be first That's for next week. Yeah, for yeah, first we got to get through some stuff. Um, the NFL draft is tonight, so. I know that's not really what we're here for. I don't know if anybody on our football team is entering the draft. What's his name? Will Shepard. Is Will Shepard entering the draft? Yeah. Good luck to Will Shepard in the either, draft. It's either him or uh, Chris Pierce. I can't. No, remember. it's Chris Pierce. Will Shepard's on the team. You're right. Chris, Chris Pierce. Pierce. Chris Pierce. Our bad. My um, bad. Chris, apologies. Good luck to you. You know, good luck to him. I hope he gets drafted. If not, I hope he gets to be a priority undrafted free agent somewhere and makes the team. he's talented. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think he had a system. He had a kind of tumultuous system around him. Yeah. So hopefully he gets he a, shown a great opportunity and uh, will be prosperous in the league. True. We're going to be looking at Quay Holmes, the True. ETSU running back who tore us up. I love Quay. Whose grandmother Chris and I sat by. Yeah, I was, see that was so he fun. gets drafted. Yeah, he's um, def- he'll definitely go on day three if that, if it happens. Is the draft a multi-day thing? Yeah, round one's tonight. Round two and three are tomorrow, and rounds four through seven are Saturday. Really? Why round? Why is round one just one night? Because everybody gets ten minutes to make their pick. Doing my rudimentary math. That'll be 320 10 to 300, minutes. 300, oh yeah, 320 minutes. In terms of how many hours that is, it's 36 divided by two, which is going to be five. I'm at six. <laughs> oh my God. You got the right oh answer God. saying all the wrong things. You said 36 divided by two, which is five. I'm which at is, six. I understood, and you did the math right, but oh my God. So how long is the draft? A long time. It starts at 7, uh, it starts at 7 p.m. It ends after midnight. Is it five hours long? It is. And the Titans That's picked one. 26. So I will be up. That's one round. Yeah. And Do you get the same amount of time for round two, three? Nope. What do you get? It's five minutes in round two or seven minutes in round two, five minutes in round three or three minutes. I don't know. And then I think it's one minute in rounds four through seven. That's still so many, so much time. Yeah. That's the draft crazy. is a big thing. I can't thing. believe that. Well, that makes sense. But, I, I mean, yeah, if you're watching the draft, have fun. It's going to be cool. I'm not going to be Maybe watching every pick, but I will be looking at my phone intermittently to see when Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green goes because I want the Titans to take them. Though I think there's also a chance we take Spencer uh, Ritter. Jones? No. Dang it. Uh, who is the quarterback at Cincinnati. Really? I think there's a chance. Well, interesting. I really like, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I really like Ole Miss's quarterback. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. I think I like he's, Matt Corral. I think he's a great, great, great athlete. I think he's going to do really well, and I hope he goes to a team I like because I want to root for him, though I hate Lane Kiffin. I don't know. I, I, the thing is with Matt Corral, I like I hate Lane I, I watched him, and he did well good things at Ole Miss, but he also had three really good wide receivers. And so it's kind of like Tua, where like yeah. Tua played amazing in college. I think but. Tua not win the Heisman. No. no, no, because Devontae Smith won the Heisman, his wide receiver. <laughs> um, no. But Tua was a finalist. Devontae Smith was the year after. 
You're right. Then did Tua win a How do Heisman? I know this? I don't... Well... No, that must have been the same year as uh, somebody else. I don't know. That might have been Joe Burrow's year, thinking about it. Yep. Because um, I remember two got hurt yeah. the year before. Um, oh, I just tapped the microphone. I'm sorry. I li- like the thing is, I like Tua. He's a great guy, but like he we'll, has we'll the, see once he gets he has lead, some limitations. Know, things. Um, and then Matt Corral, I think, might follow that same mold, which is. If two has a great team around him, he can be a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, but he's not going to be a great Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, you know, uh, you Tony know, Danza, uh, Joe Burrow. I don't know who Tony Danza is. <laughs> he's the guy that plays the main character, and he's in a who's the boss. Okay, have you ever seen who's the boss? Nope. It's good. I don't know why it's the first name that top pops in my mind. But anyway, so I think with that being said, we have all of our stuff done. Yeah, we've said all our things. Do you have any? I've referenced Tony Dan's. I think we're done here. Do you have any uh, housekeeping items at the end or no? Uh, Jordan Jordan just doesn't like us. No, he doesn't. He hasn't responded. Yeah, the Jordan update. The Joe update. The Joe update. Um, yeah. So Jordan Wright, uh, as we've said a million times, previously agreed to do a podcast with us. Haven't responded, but uh, we're going to hound him. I'm gonna I'm hunt him down while Chris is gone this weekend, and like you know get him maybe for next week. If not, it's okay. He'll be here next year, so we'll just talk to him. People um, that we haven't talked to that I would really like to get on the podcast next year, mm-hmm. just so you people have something to know who you who, so you guys know who we're gonna target uh, that we'd really like to talk to because they're just great. Jordan Cambridge. We reached out to her, and she was like, oh, we, I got to talk to, like, you know, the team's officials, like, to make sure it's allowed. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't want to have a bad scenario. Um, so I'd that makes sense. Parker Nolan. Some rules. Parker Nolan, we love to, I don't to think, talk to. I don't know if he's even Quentin. I want to get Quentin on the podcast. You know, he graduated with a degree in, um, is it, uh, it was some kind of engineering. He hasn't seen it. No, I did not know. He, he uh, yeah, he's graduating with a degree in some sort of engineering, about like good for him. Talking about climate change, I don't know. It's, civil. He's a smart guy. I don't know. Probably civil engineering. Actually, thinking about it, but um, I'd love to talk to him. He seems like a great guy. Yep. I wish Rod was still here because I'd love to talk to him. Obviously, Scotty Pippen. Rod but, like, Rod. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> the name. I was gonna say, um. But, uh, you know, we, a lot we, of these people... We have people. ideas for Oh, people. my gosh. <clears throat> oh, we have some devastating news for you guys. We have some devastating... You remember the devastating news? I told you the other day. So here's the thing. It's been a long time. Do you remember now? No. So it's been a while <gasps> since we've oh, talked no, about it. Oh, no. I'm going yeah. to cry. It's been a while since we've talked about it. But one of, like, the... the when we, I feel like when we started emerging... And are like talking about like being comfortable talking about random funny stuff. It was, was this. the Cheddar's instance. Yeah, so we talked about Cheddar's, and so I'm like, "You're been to Cheddar's?" And we're talking about it for no reason. And Chris was like, "Haha, Cheddar's good stuff." And then I talk about this freshman on our women's basketball team. Some of you may know her, Kendall Cheeseman, and he's like, 
favorite cheese. <laughs> he's like, do you think cheese likes cheddars? Because cheese and cheddars, because he's dumb and it's so did funny. You, did you have to explain no. that? <laughs> yes. It was hilarious and we laughed about it for weeks and I still laugh about it because it's so funny, right? Com- comedy gold, <laughs> right? So, you know, that was really what started us off in, like, that's what made, honestly, I think that was the big thing between this is something that I do and it's enjoyable that I like get to put out this product and this is something that I look forward to every week because yeah. we laugh so much yeah. and it's such a good time. I feel like that was the transition. <laughs> um, so we know we owe a lot to uh, Mitch Cheeseman. Kenny Cheeseman. Kenny Chi. <laughs> that's, uh, that's odd. Um, Kenny Chi. And so, like you know, LPG. I think she, <laughs> Kelpie G, it's not like, Kenny G, it's, but the Spongebob character. Yeah, it's Kelpie That's G. so funny. And then the, uh, Kenny G. Um, uh, so <laughs> anyways, Chris, I'm trying to tell this story. So we owe a lot to, to Kendall Cheeseman, you know, mm-hmm. and even though she didn't get a lot of time this year, I think she would have done really well in the future. She has transferred to Belmont. So she will be playing basketball for the Bruins. Just about over that way. Yeah, a stone's <laughs> um, throw. Well, that way. Um, for Belmont. And, you know, she's still in town. Maybe we can still get her on the podcast, talk to her. Legacy. No lo- yeah, like you're an alum. Uh, but she's no longer on the team. In fact, we joked about her so much. We've, you know, I feel like sufficiently that's a, that laughed an, at her name. That would be such an awkward thing. Be like, oh, so how do you guys get interested? Because she's not exactly like a prominent player. And I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and then she's like, it's pronounced Chessman. And I'd be like, <laughs> get off the pod. <laughs> All right, there's the door. Yeah, that would be the entire episode. It would yeah, be us. It'd be cut out. Like saying, like having her pronounce her name. And then she's like, it's not cheese. And I'd be like, oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she's leaving, which, you know, I think she's going to do really well. I think she's going to succeed. And I think, you know, big ups to her. But um, so that's just, you know, a little bit of bittersweet news. Moving on to bigger and better things, but we can't joke about cheese anymore. Sad. Which, like, you Pain, know. agony. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, I suppose. Not really. I'm devastated, to be honest I am. with you. I, he cried for days. Yeah, honestly. Forlorn. Um, but that's pretty much all we've got for you. It's been good. Mm-hmm. What you looking like that for? Nothing. Um, I was stifling a yawn. I was like, <laughs> um, but uh, that's all we got next week. The big finale. We're gonna talk about a couple games and maybe we'll do something fun. I yeah, we'll, we'll probably do something fun. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll we'll, we'll do the Weddle on live. <laughs> that's not half, that's not half bad. Maybe we'll do that during the off season. This summer. Okay. We need to make a we need to make a Vanderbilt player level. We're gonna we're gonna stream on Twitch. Um, we're going we're gonna play Warzone with with, <laughs> with Cam. We're gonna play Warzone with Cam. Um, have you ever have you listened to his things? No. I've heard a few of them, and like, I don't know, like the quality of the microphones on some of them are interesting. So I don't know who is him. Because a couple times he's played with people with similar voices to him. Ah. The way that he says things. Like, he has a distinctive voice. Mm. And those other people had similar voices. And I'm like, I, can't, I don't know which one's him. But um, 
it's fun. I like hearing him do it. I don't watch often because it's always at really inconvenient times. Yeah. Like midnight, or I like, wake up and I'm like, oh, or he it's was, like he's live. 8 a.m. Yeah, or like when I'm in class and I'm like, dude, you have, you have stream when I can listen to this. Um, we got to get him back, man. Yeah. Especially if he goes, he said if he went to Ole Miss, he would come up during the Ole Miss Bandy game. If he went to WKU, you'd have Liv take him down. <laughs> okay. It's a good arrangement. Um, or you could go up there and get him on your way back. I suppose that would work too. But, but I think that's all we got. We, yeah. We've sufficiently stalled, said our things. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, this has been Show Him the Door signing off for the second to last time this semester. It's been good. See you guys later. Yeah. You're doing the salute wrong. It's supposed to be to your hairline here. Okay. Well, If you're I, bald, I always, it's your eyebrow. I always just go... Like that, but I was, I was waiting for you. I don't care. You're incorrect. I'm going to hit the thing. Bye. Bye.